श्री गुरु चरण सरोज रज निज मनु मुकर सुधारी बर नहु रघुबर बिमल जसु जोदायक फल चारी बुद्धिहीन तनु जानी के सुमिरो पवन कुमार बल बुद्धि विद्या देहु मुहे हरु कलेश विकार जय हनुमान ज्ञान गुण सागर जय कपीश तिहु लोक उजागर राम दूत अतुलित बल धामा अंजनि पुत्र पवन सुत नामा महावीर विक्रम बजरंगी कुमति निवार सुमति के संगी कंचन वरन विराज सुबेशा कानन कुंडल कुंचित केशा हाच ब्रज ओध्वजा विराजे कांधे मुंज जने मूसाजे संकर सुवन केसरी नंदन तेज प्रताप महाजग बंद विद्यावान गुणी अति चातुर राम काज करिबे को आतुर प्रभु चरित्र सुनिबे को रसिया राम लखन सीता मन बसिया सूक्ष्म रूप दिखावा बिकट रूप धरी लंक जरावा भीम रूप धरी असुर सवार राम चंद्र के काज सवार लायस जीवनी लखन जियाए श्री रघुबीर हर शिवर लाए रघुपति बहुत बढ़ाई तुम मम प्रिय वर तही सम भाई सहस बदन तुम रोजस गावे अस कही श्रीपति कंठ लगावे सनकालिक ब्रह्मादि मुनीसा नारद सारद सहित अहिसा जमुवेर दिगपाल जहाते कवि को बिड कही सके कहते तुम उपकार सुग्रीव ही कीना राम मिलाय राजपद दीना तुम रो मंत्र विभीषण माना लंकेश्वर भय सब जग जाना जो सहस जो जन पर भानु लियोता ही मधुर फल जानु प्रभु मुद्रिका मेरी मुख माई जल दिलांगी गए अचरज नाई दुर्गम काज जगत के जेते सुगम अनुग्रह तुम रे तेते राम दुआरे तुम रखवारे होटला आज्ञा बिनु पैसारे सब सुख लहे तुम्हारी शरणा तुम रक्षक का हो को डरना आपन तेज समारो आपे तीनों लोक हाक दे कापे भूत पिशाच निकट नहीं आवे महावीर जब नाम सुनावे नासे रोग हरे सब पीरा जपत निरंतर हनुमत वीरा संकट ते हनुमान छुड़ावे मन क्रम वचन ध्यान जो लावे सब पर राम तपस्वी राजा तिल के काज सकल तुम साजा और मनोरथ जो कोई लावे सोई हमें जीवन पल पावे 
चारों जुग पर ताप तुम्हारा है पर सिद्ध जगत उजियारा साधु संत के तुम रखवारे असुर निकंदन राम दुलारे अष्ट से दिनव निधि के दाता असबर दीन जान की माता राम रसायन तुम्हारे पासा सदा रहो रघुपति के दासा तुमरे भजन राम को पावे जन्म जन्म के दुख बिसरावे अंत काल रघुबर बुर जाई जहाँ जन्म हरि भक्त कहाई और देवता चिंतन करही हनुमत से ही सर्व सुख करही संकट कटे मिटे सब पीरा जो सुमिरे हनुमत बल वीरा जय 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 हनुमान गोसाई कृपा करो गुरुदेव की नाई जो सत बार पाठ कर कोई जो यह पढ़े हनुमान चालीसा हो सिद्धि साकी गौरी सा तुलसी दास सदा हरिचेरा की जय नाथ हृदय महडेरा पवंतने संकट हरन मंगल मूर्ति रूप राम लखन सीता सहित हृदय बसो सुरभू सियावर रामचंद्र की जय उमापति महादेव की जय पवन सुत हनुमान की जय भोलो रे भाई सब संतन की जय जय श्री राम जय श्री कृष्णा हनुमान जी का आसन है एंड फॉर भागवतम इट इज सेड दैट यू नीड अ मुख्य श्रोता सो नाउ मुख्य श्रोता इज समबडी हुड ऑलवेज कम एंड देन यू नीड अ मुख्य ब्राह्मण एंड अगेन द मुख्य ब्राह्मण इज समबडी यू इज ऑलवेज गोइंग टू बी देयर सो आई डिसाइडेड टू मेक हिम द मुख्य श्रोता एंड मुख्य ब्राह्मण सो दैट द कथा गोज ऑन इवन इफ समबडी इज देयर और नॉट देयर देयर बी अ श्रोता टू लिसन टू सो ही इज ऑन मुख्य श्रोता मुख्य ब्राह्मण मुख्य गुरु सो ही इज हियर भैया यू वांट टू सिट हियर so this is hanuman ji and hanuman ji the beautiful part about him is he has been there throughout he's always been there be it satyog be it kreta yog be it dwapar even in kalyug he is there and he has a beautiful vardan that wherever there is katha hari katha not only ram katha hari katha so wherever there is hari katha he comes and sits and he enjoys the katha but he is very very cautious now when he is sitting in the katha because of an experience of his so there was a very good storyteller called ramdas all of us know ramdas we have heard of him at least yes so ramdas and ramdas was very enticing he would sit and he would start narrating and he used to enjoy narrating stories of the lord and people used to enjoy listening to him so wherever he'd get a chance he'll sit down and start narrating the stories of the lord and it just so happened that slowly people also started enjoying and many people started coming now hanuman ji found out and he has he had this vardan also and he had this ichha also you know ichha from inside to go and sit in the hari katha so he would always go in the audience sit down hidden covered with a blanket so that nobody would recognize him and listen to the hari katha now he also started enjoying it no matter what happened he would not miss ramdas's katha he would come he would sit down to the in the story session and listen 
to the hari katha it was fun he used to enjoy it a lot now he started listening to ramdas ji and then suddenly he said kuch kuch to alag bol dete hain sometimes what he is narrating is a bit different sometimes when he is narrating it's a lot different but i was there all through ramayan i exactly know what happened so he used to keep listening and he used to keep making it a making a note in his mind kare this is different from what i experienced this is different from what i saw this is di- different from what i did are what i did ramdas ji but still he would remain quiet now one fine day ramdas ji with all his story listeners was sitting and narrating with great joy he was narrating about sita mata and ashok vatika and then he said in ashok vatika ravan had planted white flowers specially for sita mata and that time hanuman ji said enough he got up he said no ramdas ji you do not know ramdas ji said what what do i not know the flowers were not red they were not white they were red they were blood red in color now ramdas ji said first thing they were white in color second thing why are you saying it was red in color and who are you hanuman ji said who am i oh, the blanket is off he said see who i am i with his long tail and his vishal kaya i am hanuman i was there you were not even there ramdas ji said hanuman ji aap baith jaiye when i am saying the flowers were white the flowers were white hanuman ji said not done at all i don't accept it come let's go we have to talk to ramji about this ramdas ji said chalo let's go to ramdas uh, ramji we'll talk to ramji about the color of the flowers let's go he got up he excused himself from the sabha and he went ram ramdas ji hanuman ji and ramji now hanuman ji was pretty upset he said i know i was there the color of the flowers of blood red ramji said see hanuman calm down but what ramdas ji is saying is right So how do you know it's right? He said the flowers were white; they were not red. Hanuman ji said, "I was there. I know that the color of the flowers were blood red." Now Ramdas ji said, "Tab se samjha raha hu. The color of the flowers were white." Ab aapne bhi bol diya. Ram ji said, "Were the color of the flowers white?" ठीक है हाँ white. It was white. Now Hanuman ji said, "Enough. See Ram ji, you to never went to a shop party ka." You were standing outside. I went there multiple times. I know the color of the flowers were blood red. Came to the wrong person. I am going to Sita Ma. Directly rushed to Sita Ma. Sita Ma was smiling. What happened, Anuman? Why are you so agitated? You know, sometimes Anuman would come very agitated directly to Sita Ma, and nobody would listen to him. So Sita Ma, tell them. She said, tell them what? Tell Ram Ji and Ram Das Ji that the color of the flowers in the Vatika were blood red. Now Sita Ji said, "Aise kaise bol do Hanuman?" So <laughs> what do you mean? Aise kaise bol do? The color of the flowers were white. <laughs> Ma, you were there for so long. You were between those flowers. Don't you know that the color of the flowers were red? Didn't you see them? He said, "Yes, I saw them. I used to see them every single day. I was trapped in there, but the color of the flowers were white." Hanuman ji was like my god this is total partiality <laughs> <laughs> ab ramdas ji bade ho gaye main chota ho gaya 
Now he is very upset. And he said, Ramji and Sitama, this is sheer partiality. I don't like what you are doing. Ramdas Ji said, Ab chale, everybody is waiting. The color of the flowers were white. Let's go. He said, no, I'm not going anywhere. Till this doubt is clear. Then Anumanji went and cajoled Ramdas Ji. And he said, my dear son, he was not there. But when he tells the Katha, he is very much there. When he is narrating, he is seeing what he is narrating. So, the argument that you were there and he was not there does not apply. But beyond that also, when you were there at that particular time, you were so angry with Ravan, your blood was boiling so much that you literally wanted to burn Lanka. And didn't you do that? He said, yes, I did it. See, you are still angry. So you even saw those white beautiful flowers as red. So it is not his vision which is clouded. It is your vision which is clouded. Yes. So there is a possibility that the flowers were white. Ramdas ji said, Hanuman ji said, chale. And that day onwards, Hanuman ji decided, when Ramji told him, that in the middle of the story, you will never get up an object. No matter what. Because it might be your vision that is clouded. And not Ramdas Ji's. So what are we learning from this story? It's very important. It's a very, very important story. It was a WhatsApp forward. But I loved it. So I don't know how authentic it is. But it has a very deep moral. What is Ramji, Ramdas Ji, Hanuman Ji and Sita Ji trying to tell us? Very important. What are they telling us? That is a very important thing he said. Yes. What is? You have to go with an open mind. Yes. It's totally the way we look. Definitely, isn't it? You might have come after an argument with your husband. The best of the katha won't appeal you. And your husband would have gifted you a bouquet of flowers. The worst of the day would be so beautiful. It's all in your mind. What else? What else? So, what else? I feel is, even sometimes <coughs> we might be here, our mind must be somewhere else. But it's still okay. Like even if you remember just one line that you liked and you apply it later, it helps. It helps. That is true. Whatever you take it. And somewhere over here, when Hanumanji and Ramdasji are talking, the argument is on the color of the flowers. Now in the Katha, how important is the color of the flowers? Yeah, but my point is that, okay, Hanumanji wasn't wrong. For all, yeah, yeah. for all you know, the colors were of the flowers were purple, blue, yellow, yeah. green. How does it how matter? Does it, matter? Yeah. does it make such a big difference that the essence of the entire story is lost? And always remember, no matter how hard, I mean, Pooja has heard this before. Once the Granth is open. It is the Granth that takes over. And the Granth decides to tell you what it wants to tell you. Because all our Granths are said to be imbibed with soul. And Bhagavatam per se is a Granth which does not have a soul. It has Sri Krishna himself in it. Moreover, uh, these epics or these books Histories. are uh, beyond, uh, yeah, uh, these are beyond the world. So rather than just focusing on what color was the flower, right? Uh, 
go you, beyond it yeah you have to think about okay why are they fighting over that this? flower yeah and when shri krishna was departing you know he was leaving and uddhav now uddhav's story is also very beautiful we'll touch it in the next session but uddhav was very desperate he said shri krishna the minute you leave kalyug is going to come and the minute kalyug comes there'll be so much of disparity there's going to be so much of bloodshed there's going to be so much of violence there's going to be so much of sorrow how can you leave us like this now shri krishna said baat to sahi hai how can i leave you like this i should not leave you like this so what i'll do is this time instead of going to shir sagar instead of going to vaikuntha i will enter shrimad bhagavat i will go in and i will enter shrimad bhagavat so bhagavatam is going to be me in the form of words so it is nothing but lord krishna manifesting himself in the form of words why can't a lord manifest himself in the form of words if he can manifest himself in the form of you right now or in the plant form of the tree right now why can't he manifest himself in the form of words over here no i don't so he said i will instead of going to shir sagar or going to vaikuntham i will imbibe my soul in this granth so it is said this granth is nothing but shri krishna's avatar in the form of words yes we'll come to that also it's a very long story about who wrote this granth this granth was written by vedvyas now he also has a very long story so we'll do now his real name was not vedvyas vedvyas means the person who broke the vedas into four because nobody can write the vedas the vedas were given to us but then the vedas as such was difficult for us to comprehend so those vedas were further divided into four 28 times so this vedvyas is the 28th vedvyas who broke the vedas into four so we'll go back into the depth of it in the next session we have to understand now who is the narrator of uh, shrimad bhagavat then it is sukh sukh maharishi he is said to have a face of a tota but he does not again there is a deep story which we'll touch in the next session so he was narrating this story and his death was such that when he was very young he was leaving the house and going he was not initiated nothing he just did not want he did not find any charm in the world he said no i want to go so he was just leaving and vedvyas could not take it and vedvyas called out he called out come back my son don't go away but shuk maharishi he had long gone but on his behalf who replied to vedvyas the trees around vedvyas replied to vedvyas on behalf of shukadev just imagine he is the main orator or the narrator of this granth and he was so divine and so connected to everything around him that on his behalf anything could reply because he was no different from the plant standing at the corridor so when the answer was supposed to come from the sun the plants replied ki there is no difference between me and him so let me reply to his father because he has gone ahead such was the person who was narrating so now hanuman ji said theek hai he got his lesson and he was listening but then for all of us there is more to it we have to understand how are we sitting today how many of you have heard the bhagavad before yes many of you and stories i'm sure was you must have heard many times so how are you sitting today 
Suppose I assume that you are a glass. How are you sitting? Some people might be sitting full. हमें तो पता है सब कुछ. Not only for Bhagavatam, for everything in life, we know everything. We have an answer for everything. We are like the gurus of our children, right? They know more, but we assume that we know everything. ठीक है. So most of us in life, we walk through life like a full glass, glass full of water. And if you start pouring in it, nothing will go in. Will anything go in? It will spill over. But then, what do you do then? You empty your glass, and then how do you put it? You put it straight or ulta? Many a times when we empty it, we say, "Che, ulta baithenge." Then what happens? You pour water again. See, I'm empty, but you're not receptive right now. If you're not receptive, no matter how much water is poured into you, it's not going to go in, right? So how has this glass, you know, that vessel? We are all vessels. How should you always keep your vessel? Sri Hanuman ji, I don't know how much he knows, but he makes it a point to go to every katha and sit down. And after that episode, he never opens his mouth also. He accepts. <laughs> Kiramdas ji, Tulsi Baba, Shukdev ji, who is saying what you are saying. Why not? When we know that every kalp, there is a different Ramayana, every kalp, every treta, again and again there is a treta yoga, again and again there is a dwapar yoga. Won't the gods get bored doing the same leela all the time? Probably they'll make a twist and a change, isn't it? Probably. The narration could be of some other yuga, some other kalp, some other galaxy, some other something. Don't you think it's only confined to earth? No, it is too big a space. So there must be multiple Ramayans even happening right now. It could be Kalyuk for your assumption right now, but it could be Satyuk somewhere else. Treta somewhere else, Dwapar somewhere else. Who knows? Why should we assume that this is it? So he learned his lesson. He said, "Take it. Whatever the narration, it is happening somewhere." So he emptied himself, and he sat like an open vessel, ready to receive. Only then will something go in. Otherwise, take it. I chale gaye. Kuch bhi nahi jayega. It's very essential. And then, when Hanuman ji is sitting here, he needs you to deposit. The package. This is my favorite thing, and I will not start before it because it's a rem reminder for us every single day of how much baggage we carry. No, I, I, I don't want that. I will repeat the story. Yes. Now there were two saints. One was the guru, and was one was the shishya. A guru and shishya, student and guru, they used to walk around together everywhere, and this teacher of theirs was pretty brave. But suddenly. One day, while they were walking through the jungle, the teacher said, "Is it safe?" And the guru said, "It's safe." He said, "Yes, Guru Dev, we go through here every single day. This jungle is safe for us. What do we have to lose?" Guru Dev said, "Okay." They walked through the jungle. Now he was clutching onto a bag very tightly, and then again they came to the mountains and the caves. Guru Dev asked the shishya, the student, "Is it safe?" Now again, very safe, Guru Dev. Kitti baare aase nikle. So many times we have passed through this. It is definitely safe. What will happen to us? What is there to lose? Now Guru Dev kept listening to him. What is there to lose? What is there to lose? Chalte jao, chalte jao, chalte jao. Finally, they reached a river and said, "Let's do our prayers." The river. We have to go and take a dip. He said, "Listen, why don't you go? I want." So Guru Dev, how can you miss your prayers? You go. I'll wait here. The Guru Dev said, "Ha, take it, take it." 
if you are willing to miss your prayers but no no i am not willing to miss my prayers we'll take turns if that is your concern i'll wait here you take a dip then when you come back i'll take a dip so gurudev said okay now guard this bag okay don't let it out of your sight by now the student was pretty pretty curious as to what is there in this bag and why is my guru who is always so fearless so fearful today so when the gurudev took a dip he did not turn towards the sun he turned around because he wanted to look at the bag he kept looking at the bag and taking the dip first dip the student looked he said he is not turning second dip the student looked into the bag third dip the student looked again and by the time gurudev came out the student was standing straight he said okay you go he went quickly he took his dips did his vandana and he came back and they started walking now again gurudev said shishya student is it safe guruji ab everything is safe why i know there was this thing which was bothering you and you are my guru you have given me everything you have shared everything i know so it was my duty to help you now what was bothering me i saw your bag and there was a brick of gold and i threw it out in the jungle <laughs> and then but my bag is still heavy oh that is just a brick of mud <laughs> so that you know you'd walk a bit and now somebody must have taken it it's gone there's nothing to fear now we have nothing to fear gurudev gurudev looked at his student marvelous student isn't it and they walked on so why don't we all throw away our baggage at least for this one hour can't we sit baggage free can't we sit fear free there must be so many things that bother us every day right you can carry on your baggage all day no problem but today on tuesday for one hour hanuman ji is willing to carry it for you but he'll return it <laughs> he refuses to take it so if you would want to quietly dispose of whatever is bothering you please do and remember to take it back with you if it remains a baggage after the session so whatever you want to deposit quietly deposit it it's very essential lots of things to bad dispose i think the session won't be enough right it's okay we can keep quiet and keep giving him our baggages what's the harm but i think he won't agree he'll say theek hai ek do teen char bas enough you know and he's keeping them safe and then with that empty mind that empty vessel without any baggage without any expectation without any assumptions we should enter shrimadhapan so probably every time on tuesday from morning we can start emptying ourselves of our baggages of our expectations of our you know demands of our disappointments why not one hour to be baggage free is good isn't it nobody is taking it and throwing it away it will be returned yes if we deposit our baggage generally i don't think it remains as a baggage because again you know our problems right now are like the color of the flower whether it's pink or red you know right so it doesn't make a difference it does not make a difference and so probably when you are returning you might see the baggage is gone but you never know right on the way see a rolling stone does not gather any moss isn't it when the stone is rolling but we are not rolling we are all stagnant isn't it we are all stagnant we are so stagnant that no matter how hard we try the moss is going to come we are not rolling are we always rolling 
are we always in motion are we have we overcome the state of inertia no so only the rolling stone is such that does not gather any moss so hamara baggage to aa hi jayega every tuesday wapas deposit kar denge kya farak padta hai it's okay it's okay to get that baggage it's okay to be fearful it's okay but the point is to move beyond that it's okay to be fearful but with that keep moving forward nobody says don't get afraid hold that fear because beyond that fear is everything if that fear stops you khatam na the journey is over so with that fear chalte rahenge na kya farak padta hai maybe that man will that fear will be emptied like from student yes maybe so. he won't do it for us huh <laughs> we love to do it ourselves no, very no, important <laughs> and but yes you never know so leaving behind our baggage and everything let's enter shrimad bhagavat there's a beautiful story over here not in the beginning towards the end of bhagavat mahatme but we'll do that story first it's very essential there was a town called tungabhadra and in this town they lived very pious people very nice people very good people very righteous very helpful very truthful it was a very nice town but in this town lived one lady called dunduli and her husband was atmadev now this husband of hers was a brahmin and he was just like a second son son second son he was so bright so talented so knowledgeable so pious and although he had a lot of inheritance he was very rich he decided to live his house life through alms he'd go around he'd beg alms and through that he would live his life but dunduli had other way of living so he did not object that also it's okay dunduli was very good at housework she was awesome she used to do the housework very very well every time everything would be nice the food would be very well cooked everything was good but there was something about her which was very crooked she was not very good at heart she was quarrelsome she was gossipy she would get very agitated and jealous so she had she was pretty pretty opposite of what atmadev was but then atmadev liked her very much and she liked atmadev very much and they were living happily in their little world in spite of all this because she was very good to him any which way but then slowly time started going by and the couple started aging and there was a vacuum in their heart because they had no children atmadev said what is this life without any children i want children now dunduli would say okay she said there's no children we need children and atmadev did everything all the rituals all the prayers whatever he could do to have children but then he was not blessed with children he got so upset that one day he just left the house and he went next to a lake in his village and sat down and he was sobbing and when he was sobbing suddenly a saint passed by and said kya hua you look like a elevated soul you are so bright like a sun but why are you all sad what is the reason that sorrow has engulfed you he said sorrow i don't know what to do i don't have a son i don't have a child 
no matter what I do, there is no child in my house. Not only this, if I keep a cow in my house, the cow becomes barren. If I plant a tree in my house, the tree does not bear fruits. If I buy vegetables and fruits and I keep it in my house, they get spoiled before the time has come. Such is my life, such is my house, such is me. Tell me, is there any reason for me to be happy? There is nothing but death, there is nothing but barrenness, there is nothing of that sort. I am very, very upset and you are a saint. Please, please do something so that I have a child. The saint sat down, he looked at him and he said, Atmadev, it is better not to have a child for you. Not this birth, not for the next seven births. Give up the thought of a child and put your mind in prayers, put your mind in devotion. It's all right. It's okay not to have a child. He said, what do you mean? It's okay not to have a child. There is no joy without a child in my world. That is all that I want. Otherwise, I'll die sobbing to death itself. Now the saint really felt very sad. And the saint said, take it. If that is what you want, here, take a fruit. He gave him a fruit. And he said, give it to your wife. And soon, you will have a lovely child. Saint got, this Brahmin got very happy. He touched the feet of the saint and he was so overjoyed. He ran home. He gave this fruit to his wife. She said, have it. Dunduli, have it. And soon, we'll have a beautiful child. And saying this, Atmadev never used to be home much. So he went away, again, in his exploration of the Lord. And now Dunduli was stuck with this child, uh, with this fruit. And she got very upset. She called her friend. And her husband went, friend come in, how better? I have a serious problem. Now this Atmadev desperately wants a child. And I don't want a child. So the friend said, what is the problem? It's okay now. You see, this is a fruit he has given me. And if I eat this fruit, he says, I'll surely have a baby. And look at me. Once I have a child, won't my body get spoiled? I'm already of age. Is this the age to have a child? And you know, the pains of labor are so bad. And moreover, after the child comes out, it's so troublesome. I've seen everybody raising a child. It's so, so difficult. I just don't want to get into this. And not only this, what if when I am expecting a child, I'll become weak and tired and the dacoits come to rob our house? How mm. will I run? I will be killed for sure. And not only this, when I become weak and suppose I'm not well, what if my sister-in-law comes and takes away all our wealth? How can I have a child? I don't want a child. I don't know what to do. Now, she and her friend were talking and discussing and they did not know what to do. When suddenly, her sister walked in. She used to stay in a nearby village and she had come to visit Dunduli. Now, Dunduli shared the same problem with her sister and the sister said, listen, I'm in the family way. I'm going to have a child soon. And if you give some money to my husband, he might give you our child. And then, in our village, we'll say that the child was no more, but you can raise the child as your own. Ah, and what do I do with this fruit? She give it to your cow. Take it. So she gave the fruit to the cow. Problem solved. Atmadev is not there. When the baby was born, her sister came and gave the child. And then she informed Atmadev that we have had a beautiful child. His name, I've decided to call him Dundukar. Atmadev was very happy. He came rushing back home. There was celebration, music. Everything was so beautiful. And after a few days, 
the cow gave birth to a child also now this child was very human like he was not like a cow the only things that were like a cow were the ears so atma devta this child is so bright and beautiful he's glowing and looking at his ears he said i'll name this child gokarna gokarna now these children started going growing up gokarna was very pious very intelligent innocent and loving he was bright he would share everything he would help everybody but this dundukar was just the opposite and atmadev never understood why why is this child like this after all the saint was had given me a fruit and this child he was always up to violence and he grew up he would lie he would cheat he would hit he would fight they would never sit and learn anything and atmadev and dunduli they tried and tried but he would never improve as he grew up he started keeping weapons with him also he would go to somebody look at their baby and take the baby just to cajole the baby just to show them that he is cajoling the baby and right away he would dump them into the well he would go around killing the old people he would go around stealing and as he grew up he started living with unpious women spending time over there in the prostitutes with the prostitutes now atmadev and dunduli they were growing old and they did not know what to do but at least till then he was not violent to his parents but soon he took up drinking also and he'd come back and hit his parents and ask for their wealth now they were very simple people at least atmadev was and he'd take them away again splurge come back again for more wealth again he would torment them take their wealth away one day he came and they said we have nothing left he said whatever it is he took away all the utensils and whatever was there in the house and he went away now atmadev said oh my god what have i done to get a child like this wasn't it better not to have a child at all wasn't it better dunduli when you were barren what have i done he went out crying and gokarna was sitting went and he was sitting and he's crying and gokarna said what happened bapu what is wrong and atmadev started saying you know what is it see what he is doing see what is happening what is this is life it is better not to have a child but gokarna said father it is you who wanted a child so this it was you who begged the saint in spite of him telling him not to now he said okay i did all this what do i do now now gokarna said listen father as it is you have come of age you and mother leave samsara go pray to the lord go above all this go beyond now atmadev said yes this is good counsel and he was a brahman he knew all this but then he had forgotten all this in this love and affection for his child which has overwhelmed him all these years he asked gokarna what do i do now how do i do this how should we do this so gokarna in detail told him all the vidhi of samyasa ashram and atmadev went to dhundali and said let's go as it is our child does not need us and we have come of age why are we trapped in samsara even now but then dunduli nahi 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 dunduli said i am not going he said theek hai dunduli this time i will leave and he left wherever he went he sat with saints with brahmins he was chanting he was chanting the Ra- ram naam hari naam he was deep in that in spite of his age in spite of his body not conducive 
to the tap he was doing, he went on and he was very peaceful. And he was thanking Gokarna in his heart for guiding his father in this direction. And he was living his life. But Dunduli Yogyakya was still being tormented, still trapped. One day, Dundukar came and he said, Listen, mother, if you don't tell me where you and father had hidden that wealth, I'll burn you alive this time. By the time I come back, keep everything ready. Now, Dunduli got very scared. She did not know what to do. She ran to the well and she jumped in. That was the end of Dunduli. And now Atmadev was there. He heard about Dunduli, felt very sad. But what could he do? Slowly, Atmadev also went away because of age. Now, Tundukar decided to occupy his own home. He came and he started staying there with five prostitutes. Aram, he would stay over there. What did he do? He did not have any inheritance left. So he'd go out, rob every day, steal, torment, kill and get them wealth. And they always wanted more wealth. So he'd go out again, steal, torment, whatever and get them more wealth. Now one fine day he went and robbed the king. Well, that was it. He came back and they asked all five of them, these ladies, where did you get so much wealth from? He said, this time I went and robbed the king himself. So now we are sorted for a very long time. And he went off to sleep. Now these five ladies started talking to each other. Yes, sooner or later, the king will definitely catch hold of him. And in the process, we are also going to be punished. So what do we do now? So they decided that they will kill him. Strangle him to death. But then, Dundukar was not so easy to kill, you know. So he, they tried and tried and tried, but Dundukar did not dry. So what they did was gruesome. They took a bucket of burning coal and they put it in his mouth. And he died out of all that suffering. His soul left his body. But soul was still tormented. It used to go around, try, try, help, help. Nobody could help him. He was still burning with that fire of coal which they had put on him. And these five ladies went away and when asked, where is Dundukar? He said, oh, this time he has gone far. He might come in a year or so. So he'll come in a while. And then they escaped. And they found new homes. And Dundukar's soul was left tormented. Every single moment was like he was in burning coal. Gokarna found out that his brother was no more. Nobody knew what had happened because they burnt him and they put him in a pit and they escaped. They found out that his brother is no more. Maybe he is not coming back. So he said, just in case he is no more, let me do the shrads for him. So in Gaya, which is supposed to be very, very, very auspicious, he did a lot of shrads. And not only in Gaya, wherever he would go, wherever he could find a place, he would do the shrads for his brother, Dundukar. And after all this, one day he came back home and secretly at night, he went to his own house and under the tree, Gokarna decided to lie down for a while in the memory of his family and everything. And then suddenly, what he saw was not very pleasing. He saw a tormented soul. Who was it? Dundukar. He came and he started tormenting him. Sometimes it would take a shape of a lion, a ghost, a goblin, whatever, an elephant. And he would try to scare Gokarna. But Gokarna said, listen, who are you? Gokarna was not that timid hearted. He was beyond this. Tell me, who are you? What is your problem? What is wrong? 
I might be able to help you. But the soul could not open his mouth. The soul went on crying and crying and crying. When finally Gokarna took some water in his palm, he saturated it with mantras and he threw it on that soul. And the soul started talking. He said, I'm your brother. And this is what has happened. I'm nobody but Dundukar. He said, how can your soul still be here? I did all the shrads. I did so many bullets. Even if you do thousands of prayers for me in Gaya, nothing will happen. My karma is such. My soul is going to be tormented like this for eternity. Now Gokarna said, that is not possible. No matter what you did, this could not be your end, my brother. I'll find out. And he started going around, asking saints, asking Brahmins, asking people, asking everybody, what should I do? But nobody had an answer. When finally, he said, when nobody is answering, the sun is the witness to everything, right? The sun sees everything. So he turned to the sun and with his power, he said, sun, stop. The sun stopped and the sun looked down. He said, Kya hua? what is wrong? He said, my brother is tormented, he's suffering. The soul is not resting. Every minute he feels that he's burning. What do I do so that he gets mukti from the state? The son said, okay, I'll tell you. You go and finish reading the Bhagavatam in seven days. And after that, I'm very sure your brother will get what he's sorting. And with this, the stun started moving again. Gokarna decided, take it. If this is the only thing, he did not know how it would happen, you know. When nothing is helping, how would this help? He said, stick it. But if this is the only cure and if Suraj has said so, why not? And he sat. Lots of people from faraway towns came. They found out that Bhagavad is being recited. And Bhagavad, everybody, there were many people, not only people from earth, heaven. The people from heaven descended. Gods descended. Everybody came and sat down. And Atmadev sat and he was about to start when he saw Dundukar's soul coming. Now Dundukar's soul was all gassy, right? He did not know. He could not stay in one place. So he said, where do I go? Where do I go? He did not have a place. So he went and sat in the bamboo. A bamboo with seven knots. And Dundukar made himself comfortable. Okay, now I'm not moving. I'll sit in the bamboo and I'll listen to the katha. And then started the Bhagavad Gita. On the end of the first day, the first knot of the bamboo exploded. Second day, the second knot exploded. Third day, the third, fourth, sixth day, the sixth. And on the end of the Bhagavatam, the seventh knot exploded. And what everybody witnessed was beyond words. It is as if Vishnu himself had descended. Vishnu's sevaks, who were identical, who looked so much like Vishnu, came down with a chariot to take Dundukar back with him to Vaikuntha. And the form of Dundukar suddenly transformed. He was as blue as Vishnu, with his arms, with alligator earrings, with all the ornaments. He was glowing again. He thanked his brother. He got on the chariot and he went on. But Atmadev sat there looking at what had happened. Not Atmadev, Gokarna. Looking at what was happening. And he stopped. 
one of Vishnu's servants and he said, listen. He said, yes. I have a question, Bhokan asked. Everybody here listened to Bhagavata. I narrated Bhagavata. We all listened to every word equally. Right? We were all listening to the same thing. Why is he being taken to Vaikuntam and not all of us? Why? Why is he being taken? He is probably the vilest of us all. Why is he being taken? Why has he assumed such a divine form? Why not all of us? Why not all of us? I'll continue with the story after this answer. Why not all of us? Why is it that Dundukar was taken, Gokarna was not taken? Why is it that the audience who was equally listening, not taken? Why is it only him that was taken to Vaikuntha? Because that was the sole intention with which every, everybody like did this Bhagavatam. That was the reason it was... He had yeah. suffered the most. He had... Uh, he had caused the most suffering as well. The, the need for it, the, the emptiness for it was most in, most in him. Okay. What, what could be? Think deeper. It's very, very important. It's very important for all of us to understand this before we delve into Bhagavatam any further. His soul, like he's completely was there. Only, only his soul was there. The rest of the people, like mind was scattering. No baggage. No, nothing was there. Exactly. The he was there 100%. He was not anywhere else. Bodily, we are there many a times. But tell me, how many times are we there? at that particular place, a hundred percent. Hardly. I think never. Mobile phone has made it worse, but it was even bad then. <laughs> mobile phone, though, even if we, when we are with our friends, we would put it on the table. It's so insulting. Why would you? You're with me. Why are you putting it there? There was a time when people did not have mobiles, right? They would go without the mobiles. But this is an era before the mobile, so take it. That's not the only culprit. Nobody was there 100%. Somebody was, for us, for instance, somebody was like, okay, abhi 10 minute baad kya karna hai? Abhi mujhe jaldi jaldi wahan pahunchna hai? Wapas jaake kya karna hai? What will I go? What will I do? Okay, then this, our mind, tell me, who can honestly say that we are here 100% right now? And that is what was exactly said. The disparity in the matter of reward here has come about on account of diversity in hearing the exposition. Diversity in hearing. And do you know there are nine forms of bhakti. Bhagavatam will cover that. On that, the first form is shravanam. What is shravanam? Hearing. hearing. Listening. We hear. Do we listen? We listen. Do we understand? We understand. Do we contemplate? Do we do that manan? And after doing that manan, do we internalize it? Do we? We don't. 
हियरिंग डज नॉट एंड कि हाँ कान से गया यहाँ से निकल दी इट इज अ प्रोसेस and that is the first that is called shravanam is it possible ki if you are not when in the battlefield of mahabharata what used to happen before anything else what did they do they used to do shankanath and jab panchjanya bachta tha na krishna ka he would play the panchjanya what would happen over there dhritarash shook he said what is happening what is happening kya chal raha hai and then Dhritra shook totally. Panchajanya was playing, and Krishna said, "Not Krishna." Dhritra asked Sanjay, "What is happening?" He said, "There's fear everywhere." But Dhritra said, "Abhi to battle hi shuru nahi hua." Panchajanya bach gaye. The sound of that could cause you to shiver totally. is the shankh every shankh had a name arjun shankh had a name we'll do it when we are doing bhagavat in bhagavatam every shankh had a name so this was krishna's shankh do you know how much effect hearing has on us scientifically proven if you listen to something good you'll feel good if you listen to something bad horrible you'll get stressed your entire body will change according to it how important is that hearing so just by hearing can somebody get mukti yes why not if you hear it with your 100% just by hearing or listening or doing manan just by being there for somebody can you make somebody happy yes not giving anything not giving any suggestions many a times people don't want suggestions because when you start giving unwanted advice it's your ego speaking because you think you're better than that person that's why you're capable of giving advice right some people just want to be heard understood we don't do that we listen to answer we hear to answer we hear to form a judgment don't we do that we hear to discuss later there's so much going on when this is going in but for tundukar he was actually hearing listening contemplating he did his manan he was there he drank the bhagavatam these grunts are not heard they are actually drunk you know you drink them because they are nectar we'll talk about it how beautiful it is the gods came down he said listen shukdev ji don't give parikshit bhagavatam parikshit is going to die you give him the nectar see we have got amrit you give him amrit you give us the bhagavatam please shukdev ji said kaha kaach aur kaha hira there is no comparison there is no way dear gods am i giving you the bhagavatam bhagavatam ka adhikari bahut kam log hote and parikshit here is the true adhikari of bhagavatam everybody does not get bhagavatam it is only after thousands and thousands and thousands of births thousands of punya that even one shloka of bhagavatam goes into your ear one teaching of bhagavatam goes into your ear and that one teaching is enough to liberate if it is heard it is thought of it is consumed and you have done that manan after the shravanam samajh aa gaya bhai
we all understood gokarna also understood so the servant said i don't you do the bhagavatam again call everybody again and this time you'll see what happens keeping what is shravanam in mind gokarna said done agreed he sat down he did the bhagavatam all over again everybody heard the bhagavatam all over again and this time the servants did not come down who came down was vishnu himself and gokarna suddenly transformed into something like vishnu only he was looking like vishnu he was no different from vishnu everybody became like dundukar had become but gokarna here was vishnu and vishnu and gokarna would stand you could not make out who was vishnu and who was who's gokarna dono khade he was like him he was in him he was there and the lord played his panjanya and took everybody to vaikuntha but again you should ask gokarna vishnu ban gaya why did tuntukar and others did not become like vishnu they became glowing bright beautiful why it is a essential question again why does this that is what when you read the granth go between the lines it does not matter whether the flower is yellow or the lake is made of strawberry juice or amrit does not matter but why is there a difference between the appearance of gokarna dundukar and the others why is he looking like vishnu and not the others but he was the narrator before also no just 100% 100% he was the narrator what else what could be the reason he actually got the essence <laughs> but then others also went to vaikuntha <coughs> they were also gokarna got the essence he was 100% there his karmas were also as good bhagavatam ke baad mein karmas khatam it is possible to break the shackles of your karmas it is possible mai bhagavatam ke baad mein nahi shravan agar 100% ho to karma khatam shackles of your karmas see maybe dundukar has attained that uh, i mean divinity or something so uh, maybe that people who are who are hearing that they but dundukar and the people were in the same form go karna was in a different form it's a very beautiful answer that is what comes to my mind it could be a different answer for all of you there is very much it's very flexible it's very versatile there is no rigidity whatsoever in any of our grants you like god to be brahman your choice you want god to be a second person dwait your choice mai alag aap alag you are the god i am your servant no problem tattvamasi i am you and you are me no problem somewhere in between two three things no problem vishishta dwait no problem it is your choice you have a choice to worship that same lord in the way you want to worship there is no compulsion anywhere and at the same time the outcome of that worship is also your choice 
किसी को भक्ति चाहिए तो भगवान भक्ति दे देंगे किसी को मुक्ति चाहिए तो मुक्ति दे देंगे इफ यू वॉन्ट संसार यूल गेट संसार यू वॉन्ट वेल्थ यूल गेट वेल्थ इट इज योर चॉइस देर इज नो राइट देर इज नो रोंग द मेथड ऑफ वर्शिप द आउटकम ऑफ वर्शिप इज योर चॉइस so there is no one person who is right no one person is wrong bhakti mark is also right gyan mark is also right and yog mark is also right you think the lord is krishna it is right you think he is satchit anand swarup that is right you think he is ram that is right it's your choice over here dundukar wanted mukti he got mukti probably so many of them they thought mukti chahiye He was in so much pain. He wanted mukti. Go karna. Wanted the Lord. He wanted to just immerse in the Lord. He immersed in the Lord. Is one greater than the other? That flexibility is very essential. That lucidity, because the minute one becomes rigid, the entire exercise is futile. Hundred percent of shravana and hundred percent of flexibility and lucidity. Only then will anybody be able to internalize the Bhagavatam. So it's also about awareness. Maybe the others did not even know that they have a choice of emerging into God Himself. So they could be, could be. Awareness is definitely important. So jnana is also important. <coughs> to make choices. You need to have complete information, isn't it? Otherwise, then you say, "Kya kehte the?" You put that, na? I'm forgetting. Otherwise, you put uh, assumptions. Assumption one, assumption two, assumption three. If these are the assumptions, then this will happen. So, having complete information is also very important. But above everything, open mind, hundred percent shravanam, and flexibility. Because when all is the Lord, there is no right, there is no wrong. It is just a choice. Jai Shri Krishna. Jai Shri Krishna.